What is up, DGAFers? All right. Today, we are talking about non-striving. This has been coming up a lot for us. Um, We've been talking about it on our social media. I just wrote a big, long post about it. It's just something that's really resonating with the both of us. And we're talking about what it means and why you need to be non-striving. Right. And I think (laughs) there's so many different ways that you can apply this to your own life with yourself, with your friends, with your family, with your job, with your nutrition, with your workouts, with your mindset, <laughs> like literally any anywhere where you're feeling like you're being pulled in a direction you don't want to be pulled in. Yeah, for sure. And also like I think of now, I know in the episode we were talking about what we feel like non-striving means and I still agree with everything I said in the episode, but now I'm adding to it. Okay. It just came to my brain. Um, you know when you would get like analysis paralysis and like you get so overwhelmed with things that you like don't actually do anything right and you like have panic attacks and stuff you're not being you are the opposite of non-striving yeah. in that situation yeah well it's almost like it it's non-striving is the opposite of that all or nothing yeah because when you're being super all or nothing and you're really hard on yourself like you have that perfection mentality where if you can't do it perfectly, then you're not even going to try. Yep. Non-striving is just get those expectations out of your damn head Yep. and take action yep. on what feels good. Yeah. So like, let's say you're venturing into like, I don't know, learning something new. Like maybe you're taking a college course or maybe you're venturing into a new health and wellness routine. Maybe you bought something offline or whatever, but Maybe you bought that stupid, stupid butt machine. The butt machine off Instagram. If you're what in the world, guys, if you're considering that, guys, please, for the love of God, stop. don't order that thing. We need to have a serious combo if you're ordering that. Yeah. And, like, if, and if a lot of you tag us and tell us you ordered it, we'll do our entire next episode on why that's not a good idea. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, well, and if I feel like. This is so bad. I feel like if you do buy stuff like that, like you're not, you're not being non-striving. You guys, I have an ab lounge in my parents' basement from when I was like 14 still. So I'm not judging you. No, I've been there. Not at all. What's the stupidest machine you've bought for workouts? Um, I don't think I ever. Oh, you know, <laughs> not for workouts. Oh God. What? You know what I bought? What? This is so embarrassing. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. I was like in high school, I think. Yeah, I was in high school. I have really small boobs. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so on the radio, they were advertising <laughs> this cream that you rub <laughs> on your boobs and it apparently makes them big. Like they advertised it that you could go from an A to a C Stop. with cream. Stop it. Okay. So right I like now. believed it, yeah. obviously. I bought this cream. Okay. And I remember applying it every day. And actually we went to Disney world for our softball. Uh, like our high school softball team went to Disney world and played and whatever. And I brought it to Disney world and would put it on in the hotel room. And you guys, it did nothing. It literally did nothing. It was like lip plumper. And like, you're putting it on your boob and your boob would just get swollen. Oh yeah. I did that. I bought that. Okay. See guys, we're not judging. (laughs) That. I'm not judging you for buying the butt machine on Instagram. Because I bought boob cream and I'm once. I'm the ab lounge, and so there's that. there's that. But we just want to <laughs> we just want you to be non-striving so that you don't buy boob cream off of 94.9's freaking radio station. <laughs> because um, you just need to like 
really love you and not feel like you need to buy boob cream. I don't know. I don't either. We got to end this. Tag us if you want. I am. <laughs> yeah. Take I a screenshot if you're say. cracking up. Um, and also if you bought boob cream about mm, 13 years ago, um, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> Oh man. Um, but yeah, take a screenshot, tag us in your stories. Uh, we always love adding you guys to our stories because you're amazing. And this episode is obviously hysterical as we're starting it. Um, and then also don't forget to write us a review if you love this episode or also if you bought boob cream, tell us. Um, so you can write that. Okay. I think that's it. <laughs> Enjoy the non-striving episode. All right. Let's do this. Welcome to the Demand Growth Act Fearlessly podcast brought to you by Lauren Mayer and Jenna Lockhart. You guys, we are just two average girls who realized that the only way to truly live an exceptional life was to fight through our fears and never give up on our dreams. So when you hang with us, you're going to hear it all. The good, the bad, the the ugly, and everything in between. As our loyal listeners, you're going to be known as a DGAFer, like don't give a or get it. (laughs) Oh, but really, we want you to think about this because you're one of two types. You're either a DGAFer who doesn't realize the importance of living a life of growth or change, or you're a DGAFer who doesn't give a what it takes to reach your goals. Our hope is that we can turn you into the latter if you're not already there. What does it mean to be non-striving? This is a word that's kind of new to me. Is it new to you? It's totally new to me. And we got this from, we actually hired a business coach and we're going through, we're getting our certification in mindfulness and well-being strategy. It's freaking amazing. So awesome. But we have a new theme of every week. And last week's theme was non-striving. And it was really funny because you know how you have like different experiences week to week. Like sometimes you have like super high energy and you're creative and excited. Like last week was not the week for me to focus on non-striving. No, me neither. I couldn't even think about anything at all. I I felt like like kind of off. I was super tired. I wasn't even like, like my morning routine was kind of jacked up. I was in the process of rethinking some things. And it was just funny because I'm like, I I guess looking back, it actually was a good theme to be non-striving. And like, well, I felt like we were non-striving last week because we were just like, okay, we just need to do what we need to do and just like call it a day. Like get through it. You're going to have times in your life that are like that. I, I, I wish looking back that I would have focused more on the non-striving aspect because I think I was way harder on myself than Mm -hmm. I needed to be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But yeah, we weren't in the headspace to focus on that. We didn't, we weren't open to focusing on that. I feel like at that time. So then when she brought it up, so we do a call with our business coach every Monday and Thursday. And when she brought it up on Monday, it was like, how was it when you were practicing non-striving? And I'm like, oops. I know. I was like, (laughs) I didn't do that at all. I was like, shit, I totally (laughs) forgot this our theme this week. Wish I would have remembered because I I needed that. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. So then I was like, okay, I'm making a conscious effort to, you know, really make sure that this week going forward, I'm going to constantly come back to non-striving as my focus. But before we even get into that, like, what does it mean like to be non-striving? I feel like to me, it means just listening to your, your body and your soul and like 
making decisions based on what you need in the moment versus like setting these crazy goals and like fighting against yourself to get there. Yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? Or like pushing yourself to the point of like you're angry or you're feeling like not aligned and you're yeah. feeling like you have to do these things, but it's not making you happy. Yeah. Yeah. And like even – I mean, even in our, our business and like my normal day to day, like I absolutely with my whole entire heart, love our business and I love what we do. Yeah. But I've found, and this is so weird. I've literally just had this realization this morning. So you guys are getting this fresh and fresh is the return baby. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know where that came from. I don't even head. know what that means. None. That gator food. Oh, with a pimp yeah. Okay, got it. Anyway, <laughs> not relevant whatsoever. I just think of that when I hear the word fresh. Okay, got it. <laughs> I love that song. I know, me too. Um, can you tell what year we graduated high school? Yeah. <laughs> We're dating ourselves here. Um, okay, so anyway, I came to this realization this morning that I love my morning routine in a sense, in the sense that I need to take time for myself in the morning, but I realized my mornings have started to like, very slowly shift to the point where they're not about me anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think that this coaching has helped me realize that, but also you have helped me realize that because mm-hmm. like I find myself waking up and immediately I'm thinking about what value I want to give that yeah. day. I'm not thinking about pouring into myself. I'm like, okay, what am I going to talk about this morning while I make my pre-workout? And I'm like, I, I don't want to do that. No, because when you're focusing on what you're doing for other people, as soon as you're awake, mm-hmm. it's like you're you're not caring for yourself anymore. Yeah. And so so for me, this week, non-striving has been like, I don't need my morning to be perfect, but I'm going to be taking some time, like taking a step back and figuring out what I need, what mm-hmm. what my basic needs are in the morning. And today was the first day that I woke up and I made my pre-workout without filming it. I Mm -hmm. didn't put it anywhere. I did my meditation. I journaled. I got my workout in all before I even turned my phone on. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. And I feel great. Good. Like I think I've needed – it's been really hard to just give myself permission to do that, which might sound stupid, but you also have to remember like – I've spent the last four years of my life building a business that relies heavily on social media. Yep. So I feel like I've conditioned myself to like not put myself first. I've had to take a, I've had to really look at social media in a different way um, because I was feeling the same way where, you know, the first thing I would do is, you know, start filming myself and telling people what I'm doing. And just because I felt like I just wanted to get it out of the way because it was bothering me. Right. Yeah. But it was like, so why am I starting my day with something that bothers yeah. me? Or like stress or like not like bothers me. Like I love talking to people on social media. Don't mistake that. But we all know like social media can take over. Yeah. And when it does take over, you start resenting it. Yeah. And I don't want to resent social media. I want it to be a place where I'm excited to talk to people. I'm excited mm-hmm. to share with you guys what I'm doing in my day. But I also don't need to share with you everything that I'm doing in my day. Right. Right. And I, yeah. And I think, you know, I very, I, I make a very conscious effort to give something valuable and like, give a lesson, teach something, share something productive that, that my followers can take away. Like I do that every morning, but I don't need to do it first. No, no. And nor do you need to do it every day. Right. Either. Right. And I think I, I was almost like 
getting like digging myself in where I was like, Oh God, I don't have anything to share today. And I was like, I'm a failure because I don't, I can't think of what I want to give. And I'm like, this is dumb. Yeah. Well, in those times where you can't think of what to give just means your tank's empty. Empty. And you need to fill it back up, which means you can't be pouring anything else out to anyone. Right. Like you have to take that time to fill it back up. Yeah. Yeah. So if you follow me consistently on social media, I mean, the next few weeks, it's going to be, I don't know what it's going to be, to be honest with you. Like it's going to be a mixture of me sharing value, but also me trying to like really hone in on what I want my day to be like. Yeah. And that's something that I, I get very, um, for me, non-striving is I tend to compare myself to what other people are doing. So if somebody's in a similar sport or a similar field of work or something that I'm doing and I'm watching them do something, I feel like if I'm not doing it that way, like if I like what they're doing, so let's say I like what they're doing. I'll be like, oh, well, everything that I'm doing is wrong because I like what they're doing. So now I'm going to copy everything that they're doing. And then I'm like not happy because it's not what I would do. Right. Right. So I've had to really like even I'll be honest, like with you, I started talking on my stories every morning before I did anything. And I was like pissed every day. I was like, I don't like this. I felt stressed. I'm like, but I don't I don't have to do that. No, because. Why do I have to copy somebody else? Like, I don't have to do that. No. And so what's good for you. Yeah. And please, but for the love of God, be okay with changing it. Yeah. For sure. That I think is the biggest takeaway from this episode. Like if you're doing something and you don't love it and it's not serving you, change it. Change it for sure. Don't feel like because you've spent so much time building something and it's not what you want it to be, like it's not a mistake for you to change. Mm-hmm. And I even give you an example this morning. So I've, I've obviously changed the way I do things and I've told people on social media, like I'm on and, but I'm not on until I serve myself completely in the morning. So I will be on as soon as I'm done being served. And today I didn't have time to be on because yeah. My serving of myself took a lot longer because my son decided to wake up at 5.30 a.m. You had to serve him. (laughs) And I had to like serve him and then then I would go do my thing. And then he would want something. So I'd have to, so it was, it took a lot longer to get through my morning, Mm -hmm. uh, my morning routine. By the way, I still did it. Even though my son woke up, I still journaled. I still meditated. I still burnt my oils. I still um, sat in the dark and did my affirmations and wrote my panda planner. And I still did everything Mm -hmm that I do for myself. Yep. I worked out. I did all of those things. It took me double the amount of time just because I had a child sitting next to me. Um, but the non-striving piece is I'm okay with that. And yeah. like in my journal, I just kept writing down, like my morning didn't go as planned yesterday. My morning was perfect. Literally it flow. It was like flowing yesterday. I felt I had no interruptions. It was literally amazing. And then this morning it was like interruption, 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 like constantly. But I wrote in my journal today, like, I'm okay with that because I know to, this is going to happen. Like life's going to interrupt you a lot of the times. And and sometimes life's going to let you have a nice smooth flow, Mm -hmm. but you have to know that that's going to happen and you have to be cool with it. And did I have time to get on my social media and talk to people today? No, but guess what? That's always the last thing on my list. And if I get to it, if I, I get to it, if I don't, I don't. Yeah. And I think I just applaud you for that because just the fact that you're able to, to pivot so quickly 
And it's like, I feel like being pregnant with a second baby now though, it's changed my perspective a lot. Yeah. Because I'm like, dude, you know, when I have a second kid, I am not going to have time to worry about dumb shit. No. Like I'm not going to have time. Like, so I'm going to have to really figure out what's important uh-huh. and I am going to have to be okay with other things not happening because yeah, that's going to be that way. Yeah. And, and truly you come first always. Yeah. Always. I mean, even, even for you going in with the second baby, I mean, God, we have no idea what your life's going to be like. Let's right. just be honest. No, I mean, I can picture a sense of it, but I also don't know. We like, don't Things know. could go wrong. We just don't know. We don't know. Right. And you have to put yourself first throughout all of that. And I know yeah. that's going to be hard at times. Yes. So. Very hard. And you know what? My, my morning I have right now is probably not going to be the morning I, it's not going to be the morning I have when I have a newborn. No. Um, but I'm going to keep, you know, I'm going to have to experiment and figure out what I, what is serving me the most. And that's what I'm going to make mandatory. Yep. I'm going to have to cut some things down just cause you know, when you have a newborn, it's like you're on their schedule. <laughs> um, right. So it'll, I'll have to figure that out. But um, it's been, and I will say like my son, he's three and a half. And I think by me, like standing in my ground mm-hmm. and saying like, you know, yeah, obviously my kid needs me to help him get him milk and needs me to help him get him breakfast, like that kind of stuff. Like he's not 12, you know, right. he has, I have to help him. Um, but he understands that when, after mommy gets you your things, like, okay, mommy's going back downstairs and mommy's doing her thing. If you want mm-hmm. to be here, you're going to have to sit in the office with mom and play. Yeah. And he's like, okay. Like, yeah, sometimes he'll be like, no. And I'm like, okay, too bad. Like I'm, mm-hmm. you yeah. can just stay up here. You can cry. I like, I, whatever he'll survive. He's fine. He's yeah. got his food. <laughs> well, and I love that even yesterday we had this whole conversation and when he asked you to go get him his, his I, he wanted to watch a movie yeah. and get his blanket. And you were like, you go get your blanket, you get your iPad. I'll set it up for you. And he like made himself a little bed on the yeah. gym floor and watched it while you worked out. I was like, like, no, I'm working out right now. If you want this stuff, you have to go get it. Mm-hmm. And then mommy will turn it on for you. And I just think, it's not easy being a parent and and it's hard when your kid's freaking out and like you just want it to stop. Um, but I will say, you know, standing your ground in certain cases and just being like, no, this is what mom is doing. Mm-hmm. If you want to be a part of it and you want to be with me, you're going to have to do this. And keep doing that. Like it's not all, like, yeah. not every day is perfect. Sometimes he'll freak out and it's like I don't actually get the task done because I'm trying to keep him from hitting me or something ridiculous. Um, but you know, for the most part, he has learned that the mornings mommy can't sit upstairs with you. She has some things she has to get done Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he's just getting used to it now. Yep. So he's going to grow up with such a solid example of what hard work looks like because you're doing that. Well, and then this morning I was like doing my affirmation cards and I was like, do you want to pick an affirmation card for you? He's like, yeah. He had no idea what he can't read. He doesn't know, but you know, he's like, I'm like, which there's pictures on the cards. So I'm like, well, which one do you like? And he picked one and put it on his blanket. Like he don't know, but just having him see me doing these practices and then inviting him to, you want to write in the journal too? Like he doesn't write anything yet, but he'll like scribble. Yeah. So he's practicing these little things without knowing Mm -hmm. it actually. And And so instead of getting mad and being like, go upstairs, like leave me alone. Like, 
okay, well, if you want to be down here with me, you're gonna have to do what I'm doing. Yeah. And, and, you know, if you're meditating, like, okay, now it's quiet time. Yeah, I mean, let's be quiet. That's not anything. There's nothing wrong with that. That's going to help him in his life. Well, and even just, I mean, we were listening to birds chirping this morning. I just had it on YouTube. Um, and he's like, mommy, what's, what's that? And I'm like, it's birds chirping. It's supposed to help you feel relaxed. And I was like, what you do is you sit in your chair and you just breathe. And he was like doing it. That's amazing. And he's like, okay. I'm like, is seed? Isn't it nice? And he's like, yeah. So it was, <laughs> so, I mean, you can teach them. I mean, obviously different ages are different, you know, when they're super young, it's kind of difficult, but you know, don't get, be non-striving. In that moment, I had to keep telling myself because I was getting frustrated. I, bet. I was like, oh my God, I just sat down. And, um, but I was like, non-striving, like, it's fine. Just be like, let him do it with you. Like, mm-hmm. it's totally fine. Yeah. And, and what was the the quote that we heard from with our coaching cohort this week? It was, we're human beings, not human doings. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Like you have to take time to just be. And I mean, you very easily could have gotten so annoyed and frustrated this morning when things didn't go your way and you didn't have things planned. But like, what an incredible example you set for him today. It was like fun though. And yeah. it was not planned. Like yeah. I didn't expect to have him start journaling with me and pick an affirmation card. Like it just, I just chose to do that instead of letting him control my me time and him win in that situation. Like I decided to include him in my daily practices and that's all he wanted. He just wanted to be with me. Right. Ultimately he just wanted to do something with me. Mm -hmm. So it turned out to be fine. Wow. That's amazing. But I never, I didn't think that way for a really long time. No, no. And I, yeah, I mean, without doing all the personal growth that you've done, I mean, a year ago, that would not have been your reaction. No, I would have went upstairs. I'd been frustrated. I would have just sat with him and did what he wanted me to do. And I would have been mad at him in the situation. But really I have control. Like I'm the mom, like do this with me. Yep. And you get to control how you react to everything too. And I think that's, that's huge. Yeah. For mm-hmm. sure. So non-striving, um, if you're thinking about using this as a focus, which I highly recommend Me everybody too. does this, basically just if you have a certain expectation or plan in mind, um, like for the day, let's say like you planned out your morning the night before, which we highly recommend you do. Um, and for some reason, things aren't going the way they should. Just be. Just let it be mm-hmm. and stay like, okay, this is happening for a certain like mm-hmm. reason. Like I'm in this moment for a certain reason. There's maybe a challenge that I need to be learning. I know it's hard to think that way in the moment, but mm-hmm. that's the whole point around not striving. Right. Well, and I was, I was even relating this back to like when I was teaching elementary school, like, like I would, when I would have something happen in the morning, first thing, when I would get into school at eight fifty, like things would happen and I would be super annoyed and I would let it control the entire rest of my day. All Mm -hmm. the new classes that came in, I was annoyed immediately. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what's the point? Yeah. Like you can go through your day so much differently if you just went in like, okay, these are the plans for the day. But I also realize I'm dealing with fourth graders. Right. So Let's just let the day be. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just (laughs) just let it go the way it's going to go. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and I mean, it's easy to get caught up in the, the craziness and all that crap, but 
when you're non-striving and when you really keep that in the forefront of your mind, that's going to change everything. And I think this also goes back to like goal setting is important, but I've learned so much about goal setting through this process. I used to set goals that were empty Mm -hmm. and would cause a lot of pressure on myself and a lot of comparison and all the things that made me really unhappy. And now my goals are like to be present yeah, or, you know, like, yeah, we have business goals and like, I guess. I mean, I don't even, not really, but we don't. I actually was listening to someone talk about this on social media and they were like, oh, well, how many, you know, how many clients are you wanting to sign up for this month? And I was like, oh my God, we've never even talked about that. I don't want to. Neither do I. I don't even want that to be a thing. I want to just have, be genuine, have genuine conversations, take it as it comes. And I almost, it's just a very interesting way of looking at that though, because I feel like it's very different for us to approach things this way because we're genuinely happy in what we're doing Mm -hmm. and it's genuinely paying off in so many more ways than I ever even imagined because we're non-striving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like my goals, yeah. Like I don't have a goal that's like, I want to be, you know, a elite something. I don't know. Like a stupid title crap. Like no. I want to, my goal is to be authentically myself and able to, sh- I want to be able to share what I have learned and experiences that have, you know, made me grow. I want to make sure that I'm able to communicate that in a way that really strikes a chord with people. Yeah. Like that's a goal for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I can work on that every single day. And am I going to sit at the end of the day and be pissed at myself for not hitting that goal? Like, no, because every day I'm seriously just going to, like, if I'm coming from a place of love like that, like, I just want to genuinely connect with people and and like have them understand what I'm trying to say and how I'm going to be able to help somebody. Yeah. And if that, if I feel like I was able to do that, then that's amazing. And if I feel like I wasn't able to do that, I'm working on it the next day. Maybe I was, you know, things happened that day. I wasn't able to get my communication across, mm-hmm. but it's not some really like, no. what kind of goal am I thinking of? Like, it's not like a pressury, um, no. icky goal no. that like makes you mad. No. And it's not anything that you feel bad about. No. 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 So adjust that mindset, please. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get too caught up in all the crap that you like forget where you're heading. And I think it's, it's just funny. Like I'm sure if you've been listening to our podcast for a while, or even if you're a new listener, if you go back and listen to some of our first episodes, like you're going to be able to tell pretty damn quick how much growth we've made in the last year and a half just from the the conversations we have. Yeah. I remember when we recorded an episode way back in the day, it was like a tough love episode, which I, I do believe in tough love when it's needed. Um, but I don't think I'd speak like that anymore. I don't think I would either. I approach um, things differently. Because I under I have a I have, have more, more empathy, empathy for people and you know, I understand everybody's grown up a different way and not everybody thinks the same way I do. And I appreciate that. And so I'm aware that people have certain blocks and certain things that aren't allowing them to do certain things. Mm -hmm. And 
I just want to be able to help them put the blocks down. So I'm not mad no. anymore when no. somebody tells me they can't do something. I'm like, oh, you have a block. I want to work on your block. I know. <laughs> it's, you can. Yeah. You can. You can't. You don't match them with anger. No. Yeah. yeah it's no. very true. There's so much growth that has happened. And that's what we want for you too, ultimately. That's why we record these episodes. It's why we show up as often as we do. We want the most for you. Yes, for sure. All, All right. right. See you next time.